Welcome back to the Scheming Mind Alice podcast. This is a very special episode for the Mind Palace of Scheming has evolved of sorts. Now we no longer focus so heavily on solely scheming in a broad sense. But now, for this and perhaps many more in the weeks to come, the new movement that I am facilitating, we will begin the quarantine scheming period. So what is the quarantine scheme? What is the movement with which I am attempting to bring about for humanity? The Quarren Scheme is a movement where you isolate yourself from the world to work on yourself. Obviously, considering the times that we live in, especially in the United States and most of the world at this point outside of Italy, the coronavirus pandemic has spread across. It no longer solely hurts my home country right here. Now, while still about a, a month behind where we are now, it is progressing in the negative sense. And it shall reach the numbers that both China and Italy have suffered. So, what can we do to help mitigate the damage, to help learn from the strife, the, the problems that China and Italy have had to go through? Because let us be sure that the, the suffering of my fellow Italian brothers and sisters are not in vain. Let us be sure to learn from what work they have done to help save their own people. And how do we make it so we don't have to pick and choose who lives and who dies like they have to? It's quite horrific, but it is a reality that they do not have enough ventilators, enough medicine. They were not prepared. They were not prepared. They also just did not have the medical staff necessary. So, uh, what do we do? Obviously, I mean, I'm not the first one to talk about this, but, you know, obviously quarantine yourself for the foreseeable future. Obviously, it seems about like uh, two weeks to one month is the most likely uh, time frame if we were to put a stop on it now. However, the longer we wait, just like the economy was needing a, a bit of a, a plunge, which now it is undergoing quite rapidly. <laughs> just as it needs a plunge, so do we need swift action. Should we like for this pandemic to move aside and be resolved more quickly. The longer we wait, the worse it'll be. So 
two weeks to a month minimum of full isolation, save for leaving for essential uh, food and medicine. However, in order to combat the fact that most people, especially young people, because of who it tends to affect more often than not, most young people don't take it seriously. They still go out to coffee shops, they still go out to bars, even last weekend, which is absolutely absurd to me, considering the situation that we're currently in, where you literally do get arrested for going anywhere that is non-essential. And that will come to the United States should you not work with everyone else to stay at home and prevent the spread. So, what is my addition to this? What am I adding to the conversation? Well, I don't want people to just sit around in their house playing video games, watching Netflix, just lamenting the fact that they can't go outside and they can't see their friends. Use this time wisely. This is an opportunity. This is not something to be fearful of. This is not something to be upset by. Because should you move with me and embrace the possibilities that lie before us, you can expect great change, great improvement on yourself if you just work on your passion projects, work on the work that truly speaks to you, the work that you would do regardless of if you were paid a single cent, the work that you would perhaps even pay to do, yet still grants you this level of fulfillment that nothing else can come close to. And specifically, the kind of passion work that in your day-to-day -day life and the periods outside of quarantine you would never have the time or motivation to do because there are so many other distractions, so many events, so many fun things, so many, you know, urges that we have to meet up with other people and not be lonely because so many, many people are terrified of being lonely. I many times hate the feeling of loneliness, but Having been isolated here in quarantine for almost a month and basically being out in the middle of nowhere, I've almost had to survive about a third to half of my life in complete isolation. There's no one around here that's my age. There's no one around here that I can truly socialize with throughout my life. So I've grown to understand that this period of isolation is important because it makes you confront yourself. It makes you come to recognize the true you, the, the version of you that you are terrified to confront because perhaps there is something about that version of you that you don't like. There's a part of you that you feel is too difficult to achieve that you couldn't possibly do, that you don't have the time to do. Now you have the time to do it, so do it. Do that thing 
work on your passion corn scheme just corn scheme that's all you have to do because if you do corn scheme with me you <laughs> I don't want to reveal too much yet because you can only have so many people indoors at one time, but I am planning to return to New York City in the beginning of April, which might sound preposterous, as long as the airlines are still running, as long as I am not physically prevented from leaving this country and entering into my own home. I will be in New York City. I will be in the epicenter of what likely will be martial law event even if just for a week or two I have so many friends there that uh, I just know that they're not prepared I have so many people there that I I just feel uh, this hidden or this deep motivation that I need and as terrible as it sounds or as uh, self-important as I might seem that I feel like I need to save them in a sense like I feel like they are just so delusional to the reality that I need to prepare for others. I need to go and inspire other people in the city to enjoy their time in isolation, to rejoice in the opportunity to cast away your prior obligations, especially if the government is like the American government can do things like Sweden does where the government is offering to pay 75% of the wages of employees so that they can remain uh, they can remain insolvent. Like in New York City, landlords are unable to evict tenants during this period. You know, there are many other steps that need to happen. Like the fact that we don't have a economic pause button that we can hit, similar to South Korea, where they were 100% prepared for this event and are handling it wonderfully and they're even though they've been hit very hard mainly because some apparently one guy was in like a church congregation and got the entire church sick and so that kind of surged for a bit besides that they have been doing excellent and are in a far better position in the foreseeable future than the united states is because the united states would rather would rather first inject half a trillion dollars into the economy, into the stock market, for it only to plunge back down in an hour, then invest one and a half trillion dollars to only have it plunge in about the same amount of time, and then, hilariously enough, invest another $700 billion only for it to immediately shoot back down in one minute. One solitary minute then they had to close the stocks again because everyone is panicking everyone is feeling like this is the end of the world and they have to save their money but if everyone was in the position of feeling like they didn't have to worry about their money if they didn't feel like they had to worry if their student loans needed to be paid like oh thank you so much for not charging us interest on our student loans during this period. Oh, thank you so much. Could we like have a pause on the entire student loan? Like the whole situation, that, that would be 
very nice you know that i feel like would be far more effective than just the interest like oh thank you very much geez and rent and in italy luckily we've been uh the government has basically put a pause on all uh loans like on all housing loans like mortgages as an attempt to sort of ease the public fear because if you have all these bills to be paid because the gears of the economy are moving and moving and moving and we can't stop them then people are going to feel like they have to work even if they're sick even if they're starting to show symptoms they're going to try and want to hide it pretend oh no i don't have it because they just have to go into work because they have no choice and then what happens the, the pandemic spreads even more and you're causing more damage and more destruction and you're harming the economy far more than if you're just say everyone just pause you don't have to worry about this stuff. You know what? Maybe we'll even take care of food. Like, what a concept to provide a temporary UBI system during this period where literally everyone can just be, can just scheme and produce art. Because in this day-to-day -day economy, like, who, who even gets to be a quote-unquote artist? It's only truly the maddest people, like, such as I, and also people that are incredibly privileged to be able to have as an opportunity, considering how unprofitable it is for the largest period, unless you truly invest so much time and energy into, thus creating this illusion that many people believe that they can't even be an artist, that they aren't an artist, they don't have the artistic bone in their body, because it won't provide them profit. If suddenly they're given an opportunity to pursue their passions to create something that doesn't have to have a direct economic impact but more of a subversive economic impact something that improves yourself something that helps you work towards yourself and therefore creates a more long-term economic benefit once the pandemic subsides once the pandemic subsides if we continue the way we're going we're going to be in such a worse state than we already are and the uh, stock market crash just like I predicted and yes it is crashing I it is not correcting it is not recessing like in 2008 it is plummeting like the Great Depression that is what we are approaching if we continue with these silly half measures. We need to pressure our governments to work for us, to take this pandemic seriously. And it doesn't, again, have to be something that is economically destructive. Because, yes, it requires some foresight to be able to see ahead that if we use this time of staying indoors of not going outside then suddenly once we allow this disease to pass once the uh, two weeks let's say are up and you can know if you have the disease or not because again the problem with this disease is it shows zero signs until that two-week period is up when you're absolutely certain that you have a fever after that period is up then we can separate those that are truly sick from those that are healthy and move to treat those that are sick and 
work to basically eradicate this entire pandemic and bring it down to levels of, let's say, the flu. So, as such, we just have to do this. Like we have to use, we have to use this period to work on ourselves for the benefit of the long-term economy, for our long-term growth, for the ability to become the best versions of ourselves. So, <sighs> let tomorrow be a day of beauty and brilliance so we can cast aside these masks with glasses and just be, just be, just know who we truly are, not what jobs we have, what professions we have, how we make money, but who are you? That is the question that so many are incapable of answering in their normal nine to five lives. But now we have that golden opportunity to do so. So in conclusion, I have been, <coughs> I've ranted enough. Let's just say I've already coughed a little. Oh no, maybe the virus will fall. No, I've been very good at isolating myself. Unless my parents get it, uh-oh. Well, then they're way more in trouble than I am, unfortunately. But in conclusion, what tasks that I would like for you to do until next week. Until next week, write down on a piece of paper, on a ability, on, on a surface of visualization, what do you want? Like, who do you want to become? What do you want to achieve in yourself to become the best version of yourself? Then write down what areas of yourself need improvement to reach that destination. Then what passions inside of your soul do you believe will get you to arrive at that destination as best as possible? <laughs> oh boy, dog is going crazy. <laughs> Thus in conclusion, once you've labeled what passions are best, to grow yourself, go. Pursue those passions. Don't focus on what you could be doing if you could be outside or what you would be rather doing, yada, yada, yada. Just accept the experience as it is. Use it as an opportunity, as a positive opportunity, and grow with the passions that truly will help you become the true artist within. I want so badly once I return to New York City to see all of the work of all of you who are listening. I want to see what work you are producing to become the new version of yourself. I want to see how much you've grown based on the work you've produced. And the most of all, I cannot wait to share with you the core and schemes 
that I am producing in person. Obviously, I'll be sharing most of them online, but I don't want to spoil it all just yet. I'm only unveiling some of it in bits and pieces. So, in conclusion, I love you. I wish you the best, you and your family. I know, I know you can do this. We can do this together. This is how we save the world by just staying inside and working on ourselves. Like That's it. Do that and you're helping to save the world and spread this message, spread the message of, you know, the passion fueled project period or the core and schemes as they, you can use whatever terminology you'd like, make it your own. Just spread the fact that we really need to beat this thing. We need to beat it as a globe. We are now a single globe. We can't just isolate ourselves from everyone else. It's no longer an option. So, Mukravelli signing off from the Corin Scheming Mind Palace. I'll see you next week. Bye.